It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, Wizards fans? Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe wherever you can find a podcast. Also, we are now on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at EDT Triple O F L A T. You can follow Locked On Wizards on Twitter at Locked On Wizards. So uh, today is training. Today was training camp day three. I want to get to um, some reaction. I want to react to uh, West Unsell Jr.'s press conference, some news and notes from that, some quotes, and then Kyle Kuzma's presser. And uh, Corey Kispert spoke to the media as well. And I do want to get to – I'm going to finally, finally get to some mailbag questions today. I'm going to do about two or three. And then on the episode on Monday, we'll probably do a part two. And then Tuesday night, the Washington Wizards finally play a basketball game, preseason basketball, October 5th, Tuesday night. Can't wait. I'm, I'm just hyped for preseason basketball. We're talking about preseason. I can't wait against the Rockets at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. That game right now – I was looking at the broadcast schedule. It's so weird. It's not going to be on NBC Sports Washington. As of right now, NBC Sports Washington, they will be broadcasting the game on October 9th. Uh, I think that's the exact date against the New York Knicks. Um, And, of course, the uh, first game of the season, October 20th, against the Raptors at 7.30 p.m. on a Wednesday night. But um, just some news and notes again. Important dates coming up for the Washington Wizards. October 1st is the first day that Bradley Bill can sign the, the extension. For four years, $181 million. So keep that in mind if he signs it or not. I really don't see him signing that extension. I think if he's going to re-sign with the Wizards, just like Spencer Dinwiddie said, we want to we want him to sign that Supermax. That's what Spencer Dinwiddie, that's what, that's what one of his goals is, is for Bradley Bill to sign that Supermax, which is, like I said, it's going to be five years, $244 million, bring out the Brinks truck. Um, so we'll see about that. And then October 31st is the deadline for the Washington Wizards to, ex- to exercise the option on Denny's third year uh, contract and then also uh, Rui's fourth year option on both of their options, you know, Rui, Denny's third year and then Rui's fourth year. So just some cleaning notes, 
uh, house cleaning notes just so you guys can stay in the know and know what's going on for the Washington Wizards. So, um, like I said, let's get into uh, some of these quotes here that I thought out that I thought stood out from Wes Unsell Jr. Uh, Ted Leonsis did talk to the team today. Um, Wes Unsell Jr. said Ted Leonsis' message to the Wizards players after practice that they do not just represent their individual selves, but also the organization and the city of D.C. This probably was addressing um, some of the comments made about the vaccine. Like I said, I'm not going to make this show a vaccine show or anything like that, but it is important to talk about because now, you know, Shams tweeted that or Shams tweeted um, that players who do miss the games due to the vaccine, they will um, not get paid for those games that they miss. So it's important and, you know, we don't want anybody to be misinformed or anything like that. You know, Bradley Bill has his quotes and his beliefs. Other players, Andrew Wiggins, um, other players are, you, you know, were questioning the vaccine and had their questions and their doubts about it. Kyrie Irving, of course, uh, those are some notable guys, Jonathan Isaac and whatnot. Um, so, it, like I said, the COVID, it, it, it really hit the Wizards hard. So it hit Bradley Bill hard, too. He couldn't even go to the Olympics because of, of it. So um, it's just not going away. And that's all I'm going to say about it. But it, I feel like Ted, you know, not just talking about that. He did address just how the Wizards, you know, off the court as well. You know, Bradley Bill does a lot of great things for the community um, with the young men that school. I can't remember. The, I think it's the all boys private school that he does things with the with the guys. And then Bradley Bill won the community assist award award um, where he was honored on TNT with the NBA awards at the end of the season. I remember that it was what, two years ago or something like that. So. Bradley Bill does great things for the community, the whole Wizards organization. They're always doing things in the community. We see them in Southeast D.C., Northeast D.C., or wherever it is, you know, helping out during Thanksgiving and different things like that. Um, so these, there's no question in these guys off the court what they do. Um, but Ted Leonsis did want to address that. Just letting, I guess, reminding the guys what they say in the media, you know, definitely spotlights the team, represent not themselves, but the city of D.C. So uh, we'll move on from that. But uh, West Unsell Jr., just talking about practice today, they did some five-on-five. Five. You see some clips uh, from Chase Hughes. He tweeted on, on Twitter, um, Denny Avdia doing three-on-three, three, had an and-one. I think it was on Anthony Gill that I saw. Um, I saw some clips on Instagram, uh, Washington Wizards Instagram. Monsters Harold was just looking like a dog and a beast. He kind of pushed around Jay Huff, the center out of Virginia, had a nice uh, dunk off of a rebound. And then they showed some clips of Kyle Kuzma as well. But um, West Unsell Jr., Practice consisted of a lot of questioning and answering, a lot of Q&A. They did a lot of shooting. We didn't shoot the ball well from three last year, but we do have more shooters on the roster. Um, Davies, of course, Corey Kispert, KCP, Kuzma, all all these guys can uh, light it up from the three-point line, Bradley Bill included as well. So uh, we just have more shooting. I think we're going to improve on the three-point line. Uh, he said they did one live segment, so meaning five-on-five, um, and that they did – yeah, they did one live segment of five-on-five five today. So – um, interesting news about practice. Um, and then he, uh, Chase Hughes asked, uh, also asked what Wes Unsell, what made them, num- what made the Nuggets number one in defensive and pick and roll per possessions last year. And basically, you know, they didn't switch. They worked hard, a lot of communication, just holding each other accountable, policing each other, communicating on defense and, uh, moving their feet on defense. And that's something that the Washington Wizards definitely need to improve on their pick and roll defense. And, uh, we have better defenders on the roster this, uh, this year as well um so we're gonna get to uh kyle kuzma's presser and i want to talk about his role on the roster of course you know he's gonna have you know we don't know exactly what time Rui is gonna be back i do believe that it is gonna be before the season starts but with Rui being out kyle kuzma is looking to get more minutes he probably will be getting more minutes in the preseason even though of course you know 
the the guys you know who are on who possibly will be on two way contracts or G League contracts. You know, Cassius Winston, Jordan Goodwin, Jay Huff, guys like that. They're going to have to get playing time in the preseason, probably in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, kind of like in the NFL when they put the third string and fourth string guys. Those guys got to get playing time too. So the starters, we'll see how much they play in preseason. Are they going to play the first and second quarter? And then we see some of the guys who most likely will be in the G League in the in the third and the fourth quarter. But um, Kyle Kuzma, I think his role and playing time will go up, of course, without Rui in there. But I, I do want to see Kuzma start alongside Rui. That's just my opinion. I think both of those wings in there just being long and athletic and rangy, I think that would be a great starting line, especially defensively. I would love to see it. But Kyle Kuzma has some interesting quotes. I do want to get to that. Before we do get to the mailbag, we'll probably do two or three questions and then uh, we'll wrap it up for this week and then we'll hop back into um, training camp day six or, or whatever it is. Pre, we'll, we'll, probably, we'll probably preview the Rockets game, but this episode is brought to you by Indeed. General managers ask questions to find the right players like, do they have ice in their veins? When you're hiring, you can use Indeed assessments to help make sure you find candidates with the skills you need. When hiring gets hard, you need Indeed, the job site that makes hiring incredibly simple. Just attract, interview, and hire. In fact, with Indeed, you can do all of your hiring in one place, even interviewing. Don't just hope your perfect candidate will find you. Indeed's hiring tools help you cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. In fact, Indeed Instant Match provides a list of quality candidates whose resumes are on Indeed the moment you post a sponsored job. With Indeed assessments, choose from 135 skill sets to help make sure you're finding applications for people with the skills you need. According to TalentNest, Indeed delivers four times more more hires than all other job sites combined. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash hangup. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash hangup. Indeed.com slash hangup. Offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Or I'm sorry, October 30th. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is also brought to you by Bill Bar. I tell you every time my favorite cookie is the Cookies and cream cookies. Sometimes if you want to put them, put them in the fridge or even heat them up, they taste pretty darn good. Um, they're also healthy. That's the big thing about Built Bar. Um, they got coconut. They got cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macro, 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 45 grams of sugar and only 45 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Bill Bar is a physical protein bar, the U.S. track and field team. Go to build.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at build.com. All right, so I do want to get into the Kyle Kuzma quotes. Um, he had an interesting quote about, you know, I am I am the leader of the Daniel Gafford stand club, the Daniel Gafford fan club. Bradley Bill said, Daniel Gafford was a godsend last year. He clearly was. In the 23 games that Daniel Gafford was here, we were 17-6. and six. The defense got better. He sunned Zion Williamson. I mean, this guy dunked on Giannis. I mean, he really was what we needed. He was what the doctor ordered. We didn't have an athletic center. And uh, Kyle Kuzma compares him to JaVale, JaVale McGee, who probably was our last athletic center like that, who could actually go up there and catch lobs and block shots. I love JaVale. You know, he was on Shaqton Fool a lot, but – and JaVel definitely, he, you know, he ran the wrong way in the court. But JaVel, he had some good games for the Washington Wizards. He had some solid games. He was on the dunk contest. Daniel Gafford, I think he can be in the dunk contest too. So a lot of similarities there. I just think, I do think Daniel Gafford's the better player 
But um, I, I see the comparison there with Kyle Kuzma. He was just talking about his shot-blocking ability, and Kyle Kuzma did play with JaVale McGee with the Lakers when they did win that championship in 2020. Um, so Kyle Kuzma on Dan Gaffrey says he's like a pogo stick, somebody that can just get up, go, go Gafford. And I, I 100% agree with that. I do see the comparisons. Kyle Kuzma also talked about him watching film, and I think this will attest to how Kyle Kuzma can have a breakout season with the Washington Wizards. I really believe that, you know, I say this time and time again about the Lakers, former Lakers leaving Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, Jordan Clarkson, uh, D'Angelo Russell, um, Lonzo Ball. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. I think Kyle Kuzma can definitely add to that list of players who improve when they leave the Lakers, Thomas Bryant as well. Um, Kyle Kuzma said there are layers to watching film, watching yourself and your movements, watching the weak side where the help and rotations are coming from. Kyle Kuzma said Ray John Rondo, Help him focus past the first layer and focus on what was happening all over the floor. I love to hear that. And like I said before, you know, the Nuggets were first in pick and roll defense last year. And talking and communicating, watching film, Kyle Kuzma should be a part of that. So once again, Kyle Kuzma talked about business side. He wants the Wizards to do well. Talking about Ted Leonsis. Um, Kyle Kuzma had nothing but good things to say about Ted Leonsis uh, today. Ted Leonsis, he wants to see the Mystics win. He wants to see the Wizards win. He wants to see the Capitals win. Even the Wizards DG Gaming League. Kyle Kuzma brought them up too. So I know people have their opinion on Ted. It is what it is on that part. Um, but Kyle Kuzma just said <laughs> um, that Ted just wants to see the Wizards win. Um, Kyle Kuzma, he also says every day you have to build. Just talking about the chemistry. Uh, talking about Bradley Bill said he's a very good passer. He makes the right play, and that's very important for winning basketball game so uh, Bradley Bill he, he's an underrated passer you know he doesn't get a lot of triple doubles or anything like that but he's a really good pick and roll guy like I talk about with him and Thomas Bryant him and Daniel Gafford really good at throwing lobs really good at that pick and roll as well um, and then somebody did ask him a question about his role on the roster that's what I really want to get to um, coming off the somebody asked him his role coming off the bench or starting does that change your metal mentality whether you're a starter or coming off the bench so um, Kyle Kuzma, like I said, I think in my opinion, I feel like he should start. I think it would just be better for the rotation as well. Um, KCP coming off the bench, being that backup guard to Bradley Bill, I think that would really help out the, the rotation there. But um, Kyle Kuzma, you know, he just said he doesn't really think about all that. He's just focusing on defending positions one through four, being a vocal leader, which he has been so far. You hear Corey Kisper giving him praise about being a vocal leader. Um, and he, he's just taking the role of being a leader. He's one of the older guys, even though this still is a young team, Kyle Kuzma is one of the older guys on the roster. So it will be interesting to see his role on this roster, even if he does come off the bench. If he comes off the bench, he'll get more shots, I feel like. So that's more of a positive. But I feel like at times, you know, Rui, we want him to be more aggressive. We don't want him to hesitate on that three. And Kyle Kuzma is a guy that's definitely not. He's he, there's some times where he was on the Lakers where he didn't see a shot that he didn't like, and there were games where LeBron and Anthony Davis didn't play, and Kyle Kuzma played his butt off and had some of his uh, season highs. You know, 30 points when LeBron and Anthony Davis didn't play, and then of course when Le, before LeBron and Anthony Davis got there, he was averaging 18 points a game. So um, I'm very intrigued to see what Kyle Kuzma can do defensively and offensively. He's a fluid player. I mean, he's a hooper. He's a guy that can shoot and put the ball on the floor. And he's a positive defender. He also talked about offensive rebounding as well, that he's a good offensive rebounder. He did average 1.6 offensive boards a game. And he did mention on media day that he is six foot ten. 
So having a 6'10", Kyle Kuzman as a three, and a 6'9", 6'8", or, um, you know, Rui may, may still be growing a 6'9", Rui at the four, that's something I would love to see. Um, you see how the Celtics got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I'm not comparing the two, even though Kyle Kuzma was compared to Jason Tatum in his earlier years. I would love to see something like that where we just have two big wings coming from a, a three guard small lineup with guys who are six feet, six one, going to a lineup where we have guys across the board who are six five or taller with Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie being six six. I would love to see that's a drastic change from this from last year's roster. It would be a deeper roster, a taller roster. And guys who are more more mobile, more athletic, and uh, it would be you know tougher for the passing lanes. Guys get their hands up, get get their hands in the passing lane. So I would be interested to see it. Um, well, let's get to Corey Kispert here. But like I said, I, I think Kyle Kuzma, whether he's starting to come off the bench, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna play well this year. I think he can make that leap to fifteen to twenty points a game. I could I could clearly see him averaging sixteen a game on his roster this year if everything goes right. Even more than that, maybe seventeen, maybe seventeen points a game. Um, let's get to Corey Kispert real quick. Uh, Corey Kispert has some funny things to say. He said his mom did interior design on his new apartment when he got here. Uh, he also talked about how Spencer Dinwiddie has been a great leader. He gives, he, you know, gives him eye contact on everything. He talks, he's very vocal. He's very insightful, very articulate on, um, where he wants Corey Kispert to be and just, you know, talk about things on the court as well. Um, he talked about how Wes Unsell Jr. was coaching them up in practice, so he did know some of the offensive system before getting into getting into training camp. And he talked about the league and the difference between college and summer league. Uh, it was an adjustment for him and the caliber of ball handlers. He said, you know, the guys that he played with in summer league is, of course, a huge difference from Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley Bill. Um, so, yeah, let's get into uh, some mailbag questions here. Before we wrap up, before before we do, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Like I said, the Washington football team, man, must-win game for me. is is cold red against the Atlanta Falcons. They're favored by one and a half. I do want to look at the over-under here. Let me look at that up. Let me look that up for you guys real quick with the over-unders so you guys can put a bet in on Bet Online. Both teams have been terrible defensively. I mean, offensively and def- defensively. The Washington football team has just been abysmal defensively so it really could be a high scoring game i got a weird feeling it might be a high scoring game but the over under on this is where is the over under 24 and a half i'm sorry 47 and a half is the over under so oof, my prediction is 23 17 washington football team wins so <laughs> i'm taking the under on that one i'm gonna take the under um, but make sure you guys put that bet in on betonline.ag. You can comment on the YouTube video as well. We can come back to this to this video and this comment on Monday morning, or you can uh, put a five star review if I do help you win that bet. And you can ask me a question when you put on that that five star review on iTunes as well. But betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. The promo code is locked on for betonline.ag. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I was supposed to get to this a long time ago. This is from my guy, No Breaks New on Twitter. It's at N-O-B-R-A-K-E-S-N-U. Uh, he put this on, on September 9th. He, this was a bold prediction from him, actually. So I, I did the bold prediction episode like a week or two ago, and I just didn't get to it. He commented this after I did the episode. Um, so he said the Wizards win 50 games. So the Wizards over and under is about 34 and a half. It might be even lower than that. The national media is pretty low on the Washington Wizards. And, um, you know, I, I can see why. You know, you lose Western Westbrook. You do get three Lakers guys, but the Wizards – we don't have a superstar, and it's a star-driven league, so I get why. And the East got better. The East did get better. The Nets are the Nets. They're still Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, if he does actually play a game. Um, they got Patty Mills, backup point guard. Blake Griffin is kind of – he's old, but he still contributes. LaMarcus Aldridge, old, but still contributes. And they got they got a good squad. I mean, they 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 should be number one in the East if everything goes well. The Bucks are the Bucks. Giannis, they just won the championship. The 76ers, who knows what they're going to get for Ben Simmons. Um, the Hawks, the Hawks. I'm, I like the way Trey Young plays. I mean, he, he he's just. He, I like that he's a villain. The, he's the the city of New York can't stand Trey Young. I mean, this man is a baller. Um, he's gonna be he's gonna be dominating the NBA for a long time. Trey Young is still young. No pun no pun intended. Um, the Hawks. I already said the Hawks. The Heat got better. Kyle Lowry. You know, say what you want about Kyle Lowry. Sometimes he has some dud games. But he's still going to be a good regular season player for the, for the Miami Heat. They got Jimmy Butler. They got Victor Oladipo. They got uh, Bam Adebayo. They got Duncan Robinson. They got P.J. Tucker. They added one of the Morris twins. Um, who else do they have? They they got a squad, man. I can't even lie about it. They they, they got a squad. Like uh, yeah, I already said, Victor Oladipo and Tyler Hero. I didn't even say Tyler Hero. So they 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 go about eight or nine deep on that roster, and they still got Udonis Haslam. <laughs> Um, Celtics are the Celtics, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you know, what Jason Tatum did to us in the playing game. And that was without Jalen Brown. So that is a concern. They did get Dennis Schroeder. So they might've actually got worse, but at the same time, they still have Jason Tatum. They still have Jalen Brown. They did pick up Al Horford and Ennis Cantor. I'm going on a tangent here about the East, but I just want you guys to know the Nick. I didn't even say the Knicks yet, but Kimball Walker, they had him, Julius Randle. The Hornets are okay. The Bulls, I didn't even say the Bulls. The Bulls got better. Lamar, uh, what's his name? Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Pat Williams, um, Alex Caruso, Zach Levine. I didn't even say Zach Levine yet. So there's going to be Pacers. There's some really good teams in the East. The East just got better. And it's not about the Wizards not being a good team. It's just sometimes it's just about the East got better. This is not your East from last year or two years ago. I think you have to actually you can still I think you can still get in the playoffs with a losing record, but it's not gonna be like 38 and 44. It's not gonna be 34 and 48. It's 82 games this year. It's gonna you're gonna have to be like 40 and 42, 41 and 41, which is still not good because the Western Conference, the the eighth seed in the Western Conference usually has a winning record. But this year, with the play-in, I think we'll get into the play-in. I don't see 50 games. We haven't won 50 games since 1979. Let that sink in. And I'm a Wizards fan. I hate saying it. But that's just the facts. So um, even with the John Wall years, with Death Row DC, we didn't even touch fifty. We, I think the best we got was forty nine. It was like forty nine, and um, I'm terrible with math, but forty nine and whatever. And we got very, very close. But we haven't got fifty wins since nineteen seventy nine. So do I think this this roster of all the teams in the last thirty some years will make fifty wins? 
That would be fun to see. I would be excited. But new, I hope you're correct. But I'm going to take the under on 50 wins with that one. Um, so somebody else asked a really good question. This is my guy, Guppy Ambrosio, on YouTube. He asked this question. You can comment the questions on YouTube, too. I see some people already commented some questions on YouTube. So I will get to you guys' questions probably on part two or part three. Guppy asks, uh, what defines a successful season for West Unsell Jr.? This is a good question right here. I think I, I think I asked this to, to Chase Hughes as well when he was on the show. And uh, he also asked, and the Wizards, what's this, what defines a successful season for West Unsell Jr. and the Wizards this season? And what should we expect from Denny in year two? Um, basically three questions because – Guppy, you're asking about what's successful, what's success for what's on sale, what's success for the Wizards as a team, and what should we expect from Denny in year two? What's, what defines success from what for West since he's a defensive minded coach? Um, I think we finished 20th in defensive rating as a team. So I want to see a leap. I'm going to see a five spot leap. I want to see a five spot leap. I want to see some guys get down in, in a stance. I want to see get some guys be held accountable. So from a numbers perspective, of course, wins. The year we won 34 and 38. So I'm going to say we were 39 and 43. If you want to talk about it, if you want to kind of translate that to an 82 game season, I want to see the Wizards win 43 games. Let's be 43 and 39. If we win 43 games, if you look at the ESPN projected um, stats for record predictions, the fourth seed is 49 and 33 with the Heat. That's what they're going to predict. That's what they predicted the Hawks to be 47 and 35 with the fifth seed. So if we win 43 games, we would still be the eighth seed. They have the Knicks at 44 and 38. So I'm going to challenge the Wizards to go 45 and 37. That doesn't sound great, but that's a huge improvement. You look at the you look at the 2020 season, we were way below 500. You look at the year before that with, with John Wall being injured in both those years, we were below 500 in both of those years by at least five or seven games. Um, and then last year we were four games below, below 500. So we can finish the season – Eight games above 545 and 37. I'm gonna challenge a successful season for West Unsell Jr. is 45 wins, 45 and 37, and being competitive, winning the first round, or being competitive. Competitive. <laughs> it cannot be a gentleman sweep. It cannot be a 4-1. It cannot be a 4-0. I don't care if you're playing with the against the Nets or the Bucks. And I understand those are the those are the top echelon teams of the East. Those are championship contenders. But you're going to have to push those teams. You're going to have to push Kevin Durant. You're going to have to show that you can compete, and that can convince Bradley Bill to stay, like Brett, like Spencer Dinwiddie said, to convince him to sign that extension or sign that Supermax deal. Um, you have to compete. You can't just be beat 4-1 or 4-0. Got to show it. Some guys have to progress. Denny's going to have to progress. That would show success that he can develop players, player development. Rui's going to have to make a leap. Denny's going to have to make a leap. Kyle Kuzma is going to have to make a leap. You have to show that you're going to be able to develop young players. Bradley Bill, how is he employed? How is he deployed? You know, all the things that he was preaching in the interview that he's going to use Bradley Bill in different ways. He's going to use Denny in different ways. He's going to use Rui in different ways. Those things that he was preaching in the in the, in the the um, interviews to Tommy Shepard, those things have to come to fruition. We have to see those things happen. Uh, statistically, we have to see those things happen for the Washington Wizards. Their pick and roll defense has to improve. So we just want to see improvements with lineups, decision-making down the stretch. I think we struggled with decision-making down last year. We did When we were up by three, we decided not to foul. I thought that was a bonehead move in a lot of games that we could have lost. Toronto Raptors, 
that game that we won, barely won. We didn't foul. Fred Van Vliet makes an easy three. So I'm going on a tangent here, but to answer your question, be competitive, make the playoffs, not just the plan, but make the playoffs. And also be competitive or win in the first round. Competitive or win. It cannot be a 4-1. It has to be at least 4-2 or 4-3. Seven games or six games. And a successful Denny uh, season for Denny. What do I expect for him? I expect him to come off the bench in that playmaker role, that primary ball handler role. I already told you guys some of the stats when Russell Westbrook wasn't in. Not a knock on Russell Westbrook, but, you know, because Denny gave a lot of praise to Russell Westbrook um, during media day, just talking about how he was a leader and held him accountable as well, made him tougher, gave him some toughness. Uh, without Russell Westbrook, Denny averaged 10 points a game, 6.7 rebounds per game. It was only six games for a small sample size, but 2.2 assists per game. 43% from the field goal from from um from the field goal from field goal range. Um, I mean 43 43% uh field goal percentage, 41% from the three-point line, and a plus or minus plus minus uh of plus 50 when Russell Westbrook did not play in six in 16. So what do I expect from Denny? I expect eight eight points a game, five boards a game. And four assists. I want to see a five-five-five. I want to see him average a five-five-five. I, I think he's capable of doing that. I want to see him improve from the three-point line. What do I expect from him? I expect, like I said, eight points a game, five boards a game, and four rebounds a game. Give me twenty-five minutes per game. Give me that. That's capable. You're capable of doing that. All you got to do is make two, make one three, and make uh, two jumpers for me. So three plus four. That's seven. Give me another shot, and then that's eight points a game. Nine points a game, eight points a game. Can you do that for me, Denny? I think he's capable of doing that. Give me some assists. Give me a lob to Daniel Gafford. Give me a pick and roll lob to Daniel Gafford. Uh, give me an in and out, or give me that spin move he did against the Miami Heat and that dunk uh, where Justin Kutcher was like, uh, I forgot what Justin Kutcher said <laughs> about Denny, but it was something hilarious. I can't remember what it was. I know uh, a lot of the, <laughs> I forgot what Justin Kutcher said, but uh, it was an interesting reaction from the fans. Um, but that's what I want to see from Denny. Just be get the ball, play with confidence. A lot of confidence. That's that's the biggest thing. It's confidence. I'm gonna see him play with confidence. Sometimes it looks like he lost confidence down the stretch of the year. Actually, down the stretch of the year, he he played better. But there was definitely that rookie wall where you could see that. But what I expect, I expect eight points, five boards, four assists, and I think that's that's a goal that's seriously attainable for Denny. If he gives me that, I'm I'm happy about that. I'm happy about that. Second year. Not expecting 20 points a game or anything like that, or 20 and 10, of course, or 10 and 10 or 10 and 8 right now. But if he can give me 8, 5, and 4, that's solid. He's going to have a couple 5, 5, 5 games and a couple double doubles as well. So uh, we're going to wrap it up there, guys. Thank you guys for rocking with me this week. Like I said, make sure you guys hop over to YouTube, man. Make sure you guys hop, hop over to YouTube. They got my overlay, the real Ed Oliver. It's looking real official on YouTube. It's looking real official, man. It's going to be lit on these games, too. I can't, I can't wait to react to some games. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Um, but make sure you guys check out Locked On Bets. Better on the NFL or NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blow specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. All right, you guys, hail to the Wizards, hail to the football team. Hopefully get this dub this weekend, man. I'm telling you, I'm, I really hope they get this dub. But all right, y'all, peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.